I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to chaos and cookies podcast and today i am excited to talk to you about organized chaos and what it means to me and i have the chaos control system which is a tool that i developed for really all households to basically become an sop which is a standard operating procedure because honestly kids don't come with a a manual but wouldn't you love it if your life did and it's basically everything and anything that you could put down that someone would need to know in order to step in help out without reinventing the wheel continuously writing it down you know think of like how many times mom do you write down instructions for the sitter for your husband just to step out and run a few errands if like say the baby's home and they have to be fed and and napped and changed and where the things are and this and that and the other right how many times do we do that and then you what lose a piece of paper and they have to do it all over again And wouldn't it be nice to have it just kind of in one spot where you can change it and not have to write it all out. You just have to change the things that are different because life never stays the same. So that is the uh, theory and thing that I kind of played off of. And so that is kind of how it kind of came to be. Uh, Originally, it was going to just be this like notebook to help with like, I used to have a babysitter help me because my husband traveled so much. And she would keep all of like our schedule, important phone numbers, all these things in this notebook. And I was like, well, what if we just gave them some pages to do that? Well, it ended up morphing into this huge thing. It's got 10 tabs, a ton of sections where it just became super, super big. And I'm dividing it up into volumes at this point because not everyone needs every single section, right? And like not everyone will have children, but maybe they have pets, you know, so you'll be able to choose your sections. So that's kind of how it kind of came to be. And it was too big to give for free. And I didn't want to just do a planner because anyone could go to Barnes and Noble and grab a planner, print off a calendar, do your thing. And I wanted to be able to kind of just completely consolidate all the information that either you, your husband, whomever would know into one spot because there's things that I don't know how to do and there's things that he doesn't know. And it would be just nice to have like a reference guide and kind of just take away the pressure of, you know, texting or calling all every 10 seconds and then getting annoyed with each other and then starting an argument and then ruining your day or stressing. Right. So you want to take all that away and just be like, it's on page four. Right. Take a peek. And another reason why <clears throat> another reason why it's important is 
in my particular situation, my husband typically travels every week, every other week, very frequently. And a lot of homes function where like the man does the air filter changes or fixes the toilet when it's running. Things that break that maybe you don't know how to fix because men are handier or they at least grow up that way. I'm not going to say handier because I'm pretty darn handy. I feel, I feel like I'm a little Miss MacGyver. Uh, but for general role purposes, the, the guys really take care of all the fix-it stuff, right? Like the big stuff. Well, I don't have that luxury in my home because my husband works all the time. And when he is home, he's in his office, on the phone, on conference calls, busy, working. And if he's not, he's on the road in meetings. And I'm home with the kids or not with the kids. And if something goes wrong and he's not around, I don't really have many options. I either call a plumber. So like, let's just say there's a leak. I have to call a plumber. Well, I don't know about you, but plumbers are not easy to get, especially day of. And Everybody considers their situation an emergency. So when you say, hey, it's an emergency, they don't really take you very seriously, at least in my experience. And it's usually like, well, I can't get to anyone for three days. I'm like, well, that doesn't help me, right? So I don't have the luxury to wait three days. So I better either figure out how to fix it myself or come up with a temporary situation to buy me those three days without costing lots of money in leaks or flooding the bathroom or wherever it is coming out of, right? And if it was just a simple, like, here's an example. When we moved, my son, who's six, was taking showers and baths on his own because we were trying to let him be a little bit more independent, which is great, right? It became a very expensive lesson, but we would send him up. He would go do his thing, come down, whatever. Well, when I would go up there to help him, I noticed that the nozzle of the shower wasn't turning off in the right spot. I was like trying to find the spot where it would turn off, which is never good when it comes to faucet and running faucets and running water. So my husband and I were like, oh, I think he's, you know, he stripped the cartridge or the o-ring that's inside and it wasn't catching to where it would turn off properly and one day it just really wasn't turning off and we were moving and so we needed to fix it clearly and my husband decided he wanted to try and fix it by himself well i have a rule like plumbing and electric you just don't mess with unless they're super minor. And even with electric, I don't touch because I don't know anything about it. Don't want to, I don't want to get zapped. It hurts. And with plumbing, it's, it's one of those like case by case basis right? Like if it's a running toilet or something simple, but this was not simple. I did not want to learn how to change out a fixture, but he has done it before. So he thought he could take it on. So he did. Well, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden I just heard running water and there was just water coming out of the tub nonstop, just pouring out, just full fledged go. And he's like, I can't get it to turn off. He stripped 
the cartridge. And I'm like, well, what do we do? And he's like, get a plumber. So of course it's that easy. So I call these plumbers while these, this water is running. So I'm just seeing money just pour out of this faucet. And I'm like telling these plumbers and these people like, Hey, we've got this situation. I need someone out here. I don't know what to do. And they're like, and I think it was a Saturday when he tried to fix it. And they're like, well, we can't get anyone there till Monday. And I said, well, what would you like me to do? Like, do you know how to turn it off at the tub? Like if it's a sink, you can turn it off. If it's a toilet, there's a switch. There's a little there's a valve. But for a bathtub, I was like, how do you turn off a bathtub? And they were like, I'm sorry. I said, so I'm just going to let this water run for two full days. It's going to cost us a fortune. Are you kidding? It's going to flood my bathtub, blah, blah, blah. They didn't seem to care. So me being a woman, I feel, they were out trying to turn it off at the main. Well, you need one of those cool little tools to turn off the valve at the main source at the street. And I went out there and my husband and my brother-in-law are sitting there trying to figure it out or find the main. And luckily the water company drove by and I start running after them. My husband's like, what are you doing? I'm like, that's the water company. This guy's got to at least know, maybe he can help us. Luckily he had the tool to turn off the water, but he was able to help us in that moment. But it was a very short-term solution because it was a Saturday. Everyone was home. We were swimming at the time. So I need to be able to give my children baths. We need to be able to cook all the things, right? And I've done the water boil here where we live, and that was not fun, where you have to boil all your water. And I was like, I'm not dealing with this for two days. It was just really annoying. We were moving the next day, I think we were moving. And it was just one of those things. It was just an opportune time. So we were able to arrange a plumber to come out and it ended up not getting fixed completely, but it was at least off and we were able to turn the water back on. But say that happened with my husband not home and me with three kids, what would I do? Luckily, I knew that I knew where the water main shutoff was we went out and got a tool. You can go get one at your home, at your home store, home improvement store, have one just to have, you never know, you never know. And you can YouTube it and figure out how to turn it off. Right. YouTube's your friend. And basically it's one of those things where you need to be able to think on your feet, especially when you're home by yourself with kids. And I don't have the luxury when that like would happen and maybe that's a bad example when it comes to something that happens. Let's say the um, let's say the breaker blows, right? Or the GCFI, which if you don't know what that is, it's an electrical thing where uh, the breaker box panel for your house and say it keeps getting tripped and you don't know it's the breaker box because you don't have any experience with it before because your husband checks it. Or if there's like a light won't turn on, he's usually one that goes and fixes it because that's like his thing. Just like moms do their thing on their own, dads do it too, right? It's just something that they know and they don't bother telling you because it's just like easier to do it themselves, right? So everyone does it in their own way. So I don't have the luxury when my husband's in New York 
in a two o'clock meeting to be like, hey, honey, the outlet won't work. What do I do? You figure it out is what you do. So once you figure those things out, it's nice to be able to write it down. And there's so many things that go into your home and the way that they function that I am a super huge advocate for women especially to know how their house functions. You run the home with your kids, your husband, the cooking and the cleaning traditionally if you are running that type of household. You need to know how your your home works. And it all ties into, God forbid, something happens to your husband or whatever. You need to know how it functions. You need to know when the last time the air filters were changed because you want to breathe clean air. You want to know who to call or whether the issue that's happening in your home is worth a call to a plumber and the money for them to come out. Or if it's worth kind of putting some tape on it or, you know, a, a Band-Aid for a couple days until your husband comes home who can fix it properly and save you money. So it's one of those things where it's kind of like you learn and you want to know where your, how your home functions. And I'm a big, big advocate to teach women how to change an air filter, how to know how it works and just kind of get creative and be a little bit more self-sufficient and less reliant on your partner. Because if you're like me, I don't have really the luxury and I, Say my husband's supposed to come home on a Thursday and his flight's delayed and he's not coming home till Friday. And it won't be until late because he couldn't get on another flight. So there's always these factors. And so if you can't like survive and do your thing or know how it functions and you have a household to run and there's a blip, you want to be able to know. So that's really important on why you need to have things written down, instructions, and you're not digging through the drawers on trying to figure it out or combing through the internet on how to fix this or that. And the number of the person that you can call or what the location of the valve that you need to turn this you know, toilet off. Or maybe you have a toilet that runs for five minutes because that's just the way it goes. And if you weren't home, someone might think something's wrong and they'll bother you like, oh, the toilet's running, I don't know what to do. And if it's that specific toilet and you know it runs for five minutes and then it turns off, you can write down typical behavior, da 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 da, the toilet runs for five minutes, don't worry. If it runs past 20 minutes, we have a problem or try do, 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 right? So things that you wouldn't necessarily think to communicate with or that people don't know, but you know, they don't read minds. And you certainly don't want to be asked those questions when you're trying to get something done. If your hands are full at the grocery store and you're getting ding, ding, ding all the time, you just, right? You want to help others be able to step in and fix things and be a little bit more self-sufficient and take some initiative and you know that it's there and you can direct them to the place. If you don't have uh, the thumbs to type them back, you can say, hey, Siri, or hey, Alexa, or whomever your AI is, and say, hey, text back page five. <laughs> or check the book. And it would be there and they could go and look for it. And so that's why I think it's important for having a system like that in place. and. That's the kind of things that I think should be in it on top of schedule, school, medical stuff. And 
that's how I would kind of use it. There's going to be a lot of different sections that are going to go into it. And I'm sure most of you have a process in place right now. It's just not consolidated and maybe not as uh, organized as maybe this. And I think it's important. And some people don't really function in that way and some need some hand-holding. But once it's in place, then think about how much mental space, how much freedom you'll get. And just everything will function so much better and you'll have peace of mind. And I think that's like worth a lot because you don't want to have to stress because you stress about everything anyway. You already stress about your kids 24 hours a day. You don't want to have to stress about things that aren't necessarily that important to stress about, but it's on your mind. And it's super important for a mom to have some freedom, prepare for anything. I mean, look at this pandemic here. I mean, who saw this coming? And now we're all under one roof. Dad is stepping in. When I was doing market research for my chaos coordinator, I spoke to so many moms of children with special needs. And I can relate because my son had speech delay. If you guys have, you know, know my, my story and I was doing the speech therapy three times a week and that was life, right? We, that was scheduled and it was a lot. And I'm very blessed that that was all that was right. And these mothers I spoke to were children with some severe disabilities and because the other children were then home full-time plus the spouse, there was a lot of stress. There was a lot of extra questions. There was a lot of worry when dad stepped in and was like now having to take the other kids to activities or to the doctor. And we're like, what happens if they ask me these questions? How am I supposed to answer them? Where am I supposed to go? Because mom can't do it because mom has to spend her time the child that has special needs and can't do it all right and life doesn't stop because there's a pandemic and wouldn't it be nice to be able to hand something or a piece of paper or an envelope saying when you go to the doctor whatever the doctor gives you put it in this envelope and hand it to me so then you know it's a communication between you and your partner and then also, it kind of takes the stress off and it's like, here's everything you need to know because you're stepping in. It's, it's, it's no worries. Or these are the things you need to know when you go. Make sure you mention da, 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 da. You can send them with a list or you can send them with whatever it is you need. And that's happening all over. Especially now when mom or dad are now working from home, they're school teachers, they're everything. And we're all under one roof. And this is the perfect time where everyone needs to know how things go to keep their sanity, to be helpful, to cut out arguments and not feel like it's all on them because there's a lot more to do now. And you can't bring in extra help because of everything that's going on and you can't go anywhere and get a break. And so it's just super important to be able to have a communication instrument a manual to help out so that is a huge reason on why and how i would use it it's super important 
to take that load off, to feel like you don't have to do it all or don't worry about it, I'll do it. You're spinning your wheels because constantly you wake up in the morning, you start doing everything and you feel like you're doing everything. But then at the end of the day, you sit down and you feel like you've gotten nothing accomplished because it either wasn't targeted towards the things that you want to do or you kept getting distracted doing these things that someone else could have done for you, but you just took it on as your, as your own because it was too hard for you to write it down or explain it. And wouldn't it be nice to kind of all have it in a place, kind of like a data dump. So that's kind of why organized chaos is super duper important and to have a system in place and my philosophy behind it. So if you want to know more, go to chaosandcookies.com, check it out. You can download the free guide of uh, my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. It's basically the index and everything I feel like that would go in. And that's for volume one. And go check it out. And hopefully you guys put it to good use and see how it goes. And I'd love to hear back. So I will catch you guys next week. Let me know if you have questions, if there's anything you'd like me to talk about or touch upon, and I'm happy to address them. So you guys have a fantastic day and I will catch you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.